0: This is Voice Notes to Friends. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Voice Notes to Friends. T here. Alone. F is sick. We don't think it's COVID. Just a cold. So yeah, shout out to F sending you hugs. Um, she'll be back next week and we'll continue the marriage talk and get into parenting and kids and all that good stuff. But uh yeah, for today. Uh, maybe I should set the scene first. I am uh, currently in my PJs. Just had a truffled egg sandwich. Feeling pretty good about my decision to have that sandwich. And yeah, I thought I'd <laughs> get your opinion on something. And I'd share something with you guys. Um, I was thinking about this is something I heard this woman telling her friend. okay, And I quote, you can't be who you are with people. You have to learn how to wear different hats. You have to wear different hats with different people. But also different hats depending on the person's mood. End quote. So it could be the same person. You're just different in this equation. <laughs> we are nuanced beings and different aspects of us come out depending on the context yes but ideally yeah more or less we have a stable sense of self mish different personalities and i was thinking to myself <laughs> and it's funny they have my masks you know so like you know i get apparently you're supposed to dr- dress accordingly <laughs> but dress up your personality and this made me think of this book um, called Six Thinking Hats by Edward De bono And in it he's talking about like a thinking process that groups can use in misal, brainstorming sessions or meetings. Keda. But he's saying that different people wear different hats. Kidafem. Mish the same person, Hailbis six hats. So back to what she said. Does that mean to be a completely different person or to just hide certain aspects of ourselves? Are they different or are they one and the same? She's saying we need to have different public selves. But why is this the case? And I was questioning if like the whole thing is hypocritical. If I'm a completely different person with different people, then who am I? Yes, different people perceive me differently. I have no control over that, but at least I can be more or less the same person, right? It's more or less stable, Yanni. If I have different masks, faces, hats, scarves, wouldn't I lose myself in this whole process? And this woman continued to say, and I quote, we're enlightened people and we don't judge. We accept everyone, but we have to wear masks. And I'm just thinking like, why, why is Like, where is the enlightenment in this? Isn't part of being enlightened being yourself? And I guess the problem here is with the judgment of others and the fact that we care about what other people think. So she got me thinking about how we each have, like, a public and a private self. But in what sense? We're not really permitted to completely be ourselves. And we kind of grow up, you know getting this or we are right we end up do like we are ourselves but then we're labeled as like strange or wrong but also in our day-to-day lives right we're often not permitted to tell the truth there's a set of words or pleasantries that we're expected to say like if someone asks you how you're doing you're gonna say you're fine like obviously it'd be really weird if a stranger Asks you and you're like, well, I I'm feeling like absolute shit, but yeah, I'll be fine. How about you? You know, but like, what about with our friends? Sometimes we don't say how we're really feeling because we don't feel like sharing at the moment or we don't want to add any negativity to like the whole situation. And this made me think of we're not really strangers and like the game and the types of questions that we could be asking each other and how we have so much more in common than we really think. And connection is such a basic human need. And if we're not sharing those secretive aspects of ourselves, that are actually the most human aspects, then are we missing out? We build protective layers between us and the world because we have this fear of being seen. So at some point in life, we basically figure out that telling the whole truth makes people a bit uncomfortable maybe it won't make us popular or ladylike mesin girls are taught that no one wants an ugly afraid version of her Oh boys are taught that you know no one wants you cry so we kind of deduce that lying makes us fit in and this is how we're going to be loved and accepted and people say it's an unspoken system but i kind of feel like it's Kind of spoken like 50 50. And if you have unspoken, la. So we have a public and a private self. And we end up sharing ourselves strategically, which might not be a bad thing necessarily. And you know, as long as we're sharing honest parts of us, you know, and slowly but surely shedding light on hidden aspects with the right people. Like, I'm not saying share your fetishes with me in the world because I feel like people are going to go there. And I'm like, no, dude, like, read the room. But mess it in, I'm thinking about the LGBT community and those who can't share that aspect of themselves with some family members or friends. And that's like a huge part of who they are and they can't share that. It's so tough. If I imagine, like, with other things, come in. Yeah, you know, I like to think I'm a consistent person more or less with different groups of people in my life. Like obviously at work I'm more professional and don't share much. But I'm not lying or being two-faced, Danny. I like to think that people get my vibe more or less. Like regardless of their judgments or opinions. Like I'm not acting like someone I'm not. And that comes off. Like when people are genuine, be Ben. People get it. People know if you're genuine or not. They even know if your laugh is genuine or not. And there's research that shows that. If I had to label myself, I guess then I'm an ambivert, you know, it's like I'm always an introvert, but I'll, you know, I'll be a little bit more extroverted with the right people. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's important for us to share ourselves with other people. It makes that's how you make friends. No, (laughs) like that's how you make meaningful connections. That's how you make memorable ones. And have memorable conversations. These are the ones that stick with you. I don't know. Honestly, I like to think if I were to have a hat or if I, like, I don't know, can you not have a hat? Like, you you just don't have one. You're the same person. But then I'm like, no, but yeah, certain aspects come out, right? Depending on the context, like I said. I don't know, honestly. I like to think that I have one hat. Like, if I were to have a hat, it would just be the one, which would be the cap, because like I can wear it forwards. I always wear it forwards in real life, but like forwards and backwards for the sake of this analogy, maybe sideways. I don't know. So it's like the same hat, just strategically placed or strategically worn, whatever. Um Yeah. I'd love to know what your hat collection's like, I guess. What are your thoughts on this? Um F and I are thinking about playing We're Not Really Strangers. Actually, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun one. Um, Yeah, that's it for me today. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Bye.